can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So Hannah, what's new in your world? I arrived at a fitness retreat yesterday and I got up this morning at six. Oh, that is an early morning for Hannah. I've been getting up. (laughs) I've been getting up earlier than that. She does not like mornings. (laughs) Do you know I was getting up at 5am to work out like for quite a while? Yeah, that's, I honestly do not believe that because I've seen you at like 9am and it's like you've woken a beast. (laughs) When there's... I don't know what I don't know if I should say this, but when there's a cute boy involved, I'll get up at five AM to Ooh, work. Okay. Out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I got up at six and then we ended up I got my like measurements and they did all that because like I'm try- actually trying to gain weight and like gain muscle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to lose weight. Um and then mm-hmm. I ended up going to Muay Thai at like seven till eight thirty, came back at ten for the circuit training, and halfway through I said I actually thought I was going to faint. And so I just, I left the class halfway through and went to this like French bakery and got like a full size baguette with cheese. And I ate the whole thing (laughs) in about 30 seconds. This is, by the way, this is all before 10.30 a.m. Oh, wow. And now you're talking to me. And now I'm talking to you, but I've got a bit more energy now that I've eaten, but I'm still feel a bit f***ed. I'm not used to working out like this. Yeah, well, I've just started PT and uh, I do PT with Tamara who also works at Adore Beauty and she's so fit and trying to keep up with her, it kills me. I've got to do like 10 pumps of Ventolin just to get through the glass. I didn't know you were on a, <laughs> on Ventolin. Yeah, so uh, I learned basically that I've got asthma oh while I, when I started running. What made you decide to upgrade from Pilates to personal training? Um, I just decided that I wanted to be even fitter yeah. and like I wanted to get it. I wanted to get Michelle Bridges' arms, and I I wasn't getting that from Pilates. Did the so. did the running not last, or you're still running as well? The running didn't last. Okay, uh, I do still run as part of PT though. There's running, there's running involved there. So it did burpees? Help that I had Are you doing burpees? The, I've not done any burpees so far because I hate them. Yeah, I do prefer Pilates still over PT, but I definitely feel like I've had a major workout. Like right now, I can't actually walk up my stairs. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that's I know when that you feeling. know you've, you've done enough. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but last week, I actually finished my advanced diploma of dermal science. So, I'm so proud a of you. Therapist. I'm so proud of you. What are you going to do with all this training? I don't know. Are you leaving the podcast? No what are you doing? Is this a new career? Yeah, I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> this is me letting you know. <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I just kind of did it to have the qualification, yeah. really. So, so now you're you're are you a, are you a qualified dermal therapist now on this podcast? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So I can just be our guest. Yeah, now. you can be like every week. You can be the guest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds good. Um, I've really loved the Facebook group, by the way, and all of the like feedback that we're getting in there. I actually asked our audience uh, what their PWD KWNs have been from the podcast, and so many people said K eighteen. Yes, was one of the most popular yes. ones, and ASAP Super B. But it's so interesting just to see what people are loving. You know, want to buy after yeah. listening to the podcast and hearing us just talk about products all the time. So. 
Yeah, it's been fun. We'd love for you guys to talk more on the um on the Facebook group. We had someone write um that they I think they said they screamed when they heard me call Matthew Matt oh. for the first time <laughs> the other day. Can, can I tell I don't I don't know if I should tell you this, but Linda texted me to say that she thought you and Matthew were gonna be the a new couple in twenty twenty two. Matthew, I'm sorry. Why? Do people put this energy out there? Matt and I are very good friends, but he has a lovely I girlfriend. Said, Matthew's got a girlfriend. Yeah. Even if he didn't, well, that would be. But also be, Joe's no. his manager. Like that's, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> There's way too many yeah, 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 yeah. factors that would make that not happen. They're friends. Um, Men and women can be friends. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We're great friends. Um, anyway, what is on today's podcast episode, Hannah? On today's episode, we are talking about thrush with Dr. Rayleigh Lou from Women's Health Melbourne. Then Joe's going to take us through hot brushes versus hot rollers versus the air wrap. And of course, the products we didn't know we needed. Hannah and I just joined a call before and she said, oh, I think my thrush is back. So this is just the perfect timing. Uh, we have Dr. Relia Liu from Women's Health Melbourne joining us. You might remember her from previous episodes. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. You did Hannah's egg freezing, so people might remember that whole journey. But today we are going to be talking about thrush. And we've spoken about this on the podcast before, but for those who missed that episode and they need to know more, Let's begin with what exactly is thrush. Vaginal thrush is when we have an imbalance in our natural flora. So the vagina's got special flora, which is just bacteria and different yeasts that are naturally and normally present there. But thrush is when a particular yeast called candida gets out of control. So it can be quite normal to have a little bit of candida in the vagina. It's one of our natural what we call commensal bacteria and yeasts in the vaginal tract and also in the gastrointestinal tract. But when it becomes dominant and when it acts like a bad guy and puts the good bacteria out of balance, that's when we can get clinical symptoms of thrush. So that's symptoms like vaginal discomfort, itching, burning, Sometimes a discharge that can be rather graphically described like cottage cheese-ish mm. discharge. You can get redness or swelling of the vulva or the outer lips of uh, the vulva labia. And you can also sometimes get stinging because the urinary tract in the female in women is intimately, or in anyone who has a vagina, is intimately kind of location-wise um, close to the vagina, you can get some burning and stinging when you wee sometimes when you have thrush. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what it is. Yeah. Hannah and I probably could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are kind of like the main causes of thrush? Are there any unusual causes that people might not know about? Perhaps it might not be known that it can happen when you're a bit immune suppressed. So when you're a bit mm-hmm. run down. So I suppose, although it's not an indirect, well, I guess it's not a direct cause, I should say, it is more likely to happen if you have a bit of burnout and Mm -hmm. if you're a bit Mm -hmm. tired. It's also more likely to happen if you remove pubic hair because that's a natural protection. So oh, uh, mm-hmm. that's that's an issue because I'm fully lasered. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so 
It, it's one of those things. It, pubic hair goes in and out of fashion and currently it's quite out of fashion. So, mm. But it does have mm. a natural function and that's to keep the area protected. So that's yeah, a cause. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm. But mainly it's just because, you know, it just happens to some people. Sometimes the pH of the vagina can affect the survival of the good bacteria and it's more like the thrush finds a niche when the good bacteria aren't strong. And for that reason, you know, mm-hmm. things like probiotics and, you know, kind of making sure that the vaginal health is, you know, as protected as possible by doing things like wearing cotton undies or sometimes wearing no undies, like sleeping with no undies, for example, you know, that lets the area breathe and allows good bacteria mm-hmm. to, you know, have an easier time so the thrush can't find a niche. Because mm-hmm. mm. I was going to ask about, I know that whenever anyone I know comes to places like as like I'm in Thailand at the moment, like I always have thrush cream with me. And I, do, is there something about really humid weather, swimming, having wet bathers on, those sorts of things and being sweaty, like walking around and being sweaty in that area? Does that kind of contribute or is that a myth? Look, potentially, but probably more likely to be related to changes in diet a little bit because our okay. flora adapts to a change in diet. And often when we do go away to a new place or on holidays we're often very busy and maybe not sleeping as much Mm. so all of those things might contribute as well as the weather and Mm -hmm. swimming and bathing and those kind of things Mm. and other holiday related activities and other holiday related activities Um, (laughs) (laughs) so on that note um we know that thrush isn't an sti but it is transmissible during sex can you tell us a little bit about that sure so Look, it's one of those things, you're right, it's not an STI. And while technically it could be transmitted during sex, it's not a common thing for guys to get thrush Mm. of the penis. It can happen. It's more common in guys who have immune compromise. So, for example, if they're diabetic or if they are on drugs to suppress the immune system for autoimmune conditions or if they have a uh, condition like HIV, you know, those kind of reasons guys can get thrush. Otherwise, it's not such a big deal. And I would say to guys, if they have itchy, you know, kind of discharge feelings, they should go and get STI checked for other things like chlamydia because mm. they're more common for those symptoms. And what are the most common remedies for treating thrush? So I guess it goes from the most natural remedies, so the the more conservative things like the you know, concentrating on the clothes you wear and concentrating on your diet and making sure that you've got probiotics in your diet. Then there are things you can do to protect your microbiome. And sometimes we prescribe medicines that actually make the vagina a little bit more acidic when it's a little bit more alkaline and that can help the good bacteria thrive. And my lover's lube has that in it. It's called boric acid and you can prescribe boric acid also in pessaries and other anti-inflammatory ingredients in our lube have also been used to treat thrush in a more natural sense. Mm. So things like honey has been used and and certain oils have been used that have different properties. But from a medicine's perspective, things like uh, using an anti-thrush cream is a very common treatment and that can be used with an applicator or it can be used just topically with a finger and we also have oral anti-thrush medications, which can be used either as a what we call stat dose, so one-off dose, or in someone who has recurrent thrush or a rarer form of thrush, 
uh, because we can check on a swab the exact type of candida that it is and some are, I, I guess, um, rarer than others. The most common is called candida albicans. And um, oral medicines can be used for a prolonged course in people who have resistant thrush, so thrush that's not getting better with creams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if thrush is recurring or chronic, firstly, are there any long-term implications from that? And secondly, what's the best avenue for treating it if you've tried everything? So you did mention just then, you know, that longer course of medication. Yeah. So that's something that would only be prescribed by a doctor. And a lot of Mm. people treat thrush uh, in a DIY sense, going to a pharmacy and treating it yourself. I guess it's also very important to ensure that the symptoms you're experiencing are really thrush because Mm. there are other things that can feel and look like thrush. So it's really important if your symptoms aren't going away, go see a doctor, have a swab and confirm the diagnosis to make sure that we're treating the right thing. The other thing to say is that we need to look at whole person medicine. We can't look at one part of the body or one bacteria or one yeast in this case and say, well, why is this happening? You kind of have to look at the context of the whole person. So what else is going on in their lives? What's going on in their environment? What could be predisposing to that? Because things like, you know, ensuring that you're using the right kind of products, that you're not getting a local irritation, that you're letting the area breathe, that you're getting enough sleep so your immune system can do what it's meant to be doing, that we're fostering the good bacteria both through encouragement of the kind of local milieu and also encouragement of diet, all of these things can help. Mm -hmm. And is it necessary to see a doctor every time you get thrush or can you just go to the pharmacy? I would say that if you're fairly sure it's thrush and it's this situation that it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it's probably a duck, then there's, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with going to a pharmacy and trying a topical treatment yourself. Um, I would say if it's not getting better quickly, then you should see a doctor. Well, I was going to ask that if the topical cream, the like say the canister or whatever cream you're using, if that starts to work within a day or two, is that a good sign that it's thrush? Probably it is, but that's also probably a bit soothing as well because of its lubrication mm-hmm. activity. And so probably it is. But, you know, obviously if symptoms go away, we forget about it until next time. So, um, mm-hmm. and then if it's not bothering us, then it's technically not a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just something really vulnerable about going to the pharmacy and you walk up and you just, you like, can I please get the thrush tablet? And they're like, have you had thrush before? Far <laughs> <laughs> out, there's five people in this line. <laughs> So if you're looking for a gynecologist or fertility specialist, you can find Dr. Rayleigh Liu at Women's Health Melbourne. Thank you for inviting me on the show. So everyone on TikTok is trying to recreate this big, bouncy, salon quality blow wave. Hannah, I'm sure you've seen it. You had one when we went to... um, Q colour in Sydney. Oh, that was amazing. Remember that blow wave Oof. we had? That was epic. Epic. So everyone on TikTok is trying to recreate that. All the influencers are using hot rollers in their hair. It's really made a comeback. Like hot rollers were a thing back in the day, but since straighteners and other heat tools were introduced, that's kind of really phased out. So it's interesting to see how they've really made a comeback. We actually did a TikTok recently um, that's on, it's actually on our Instagram as well, of the cloud Nine O which is a hot roller set. So I think it's called the O-Pod. I can't believe hot hot rollers are coming back. My mum used to use them when I, know, I was a little I girl. Know. Yeah. 
Yeah. I used to make my mum put them in my hair. Yeah. I remember my first communion, I had hot ro- like rollers in my hair and took them out the next morning. Um, so I wanted to run through kind of the all the tools that you can recreate that look with if you're not going to use a hairdryer and a round brush because most of us do not have the skills for that. Mm-mm. There are some tools that, you know, you can shortcut with, but we're going to talk through those. So first we've got hot brushes, then we've got hot rollers, and then we've got the air wrap. Linda swears by the air wrap. Linda loves the air she wrap. Took my, she took yeah. it from me. I haven't used it once. And to be honest, all I'm hearing about on TikTok is the air wrap. Okay. Everybody's talking about the air wrap. So we're going to touch on that because it does give you a similar effect. A lot of people are creating that, you know, blow wave with the air wrap, but just, you know, obviously be wary that it's very expensive. So going through the pros and cons of each. So let's start with hot brushes. I have the black gold volumizer by Hot Tools. And I've also tried a silver bullet one as well. So these are really effective in giving you that volume and kind of drying the hair from when it's about, you know, 70 or 80% dry and really giving you that bounce and body that you want. But there is the issue of the high temperature. So these brushes really get hot. Mm. Like I, you will overheat doing your hair. Do you know how hot? They'd be in excess of 200 degrees because there's no... There's no control of that temperature either. Mm. So with tools like the air wrap, you've kind of got that temperature control. Mm -hmm. So the longer you're using it, the hotter it's probably getting. If you've got really damaged hair, you're prone to breakage, I would say this is not a good option for you because firstly, you've got that really high temperature and then you've got that tension as well on the hair because you really have to pull the brush through your hair. And if if you've got really damaged or brittle hair, that's just going to break it. So you're going to end up with a lot of breakage, a lot more damage. So I would recommend that for certain hair types only, which we'll get to at the end of this segment. Um, And then we've got hot rollers. So these come in sets like the Cloud 9.0, and the Babyliss Pro hair setter. So these take time because they've got those individual rollers. So you actually have to do your whole head. It's not just a brush that you can flick through your whole hair or section your hair out. This is just, this is going to be time consuming. So you've got to have the time for it. But you could also just use a couple of the rollers in those top layers of your hair where you really want to kind of get that volume at the roots and you want to get that beautiful, you know, cascading look down the front of your hair. You could just use a few of them. You don't have to do your whole head with it, but they will take time, but less heat damage because as you put the rollers in your hair, they're obviously going to cool down, not heat up. Yeah. So I would say you're going to get less damage on, you know, more brittle or damaged hair types. And you're also getting less tension on the hair. Yes, you do have to roll the hair into the roller, but you're not really causing a lot of tension or pulling on the hair. So I'd say the less breakage as well is probably a benefit of using those. And you do definitely get that big body and bounce in your hair from using those. And then, of course, we've got the air wrap. So for those of you who don't know what the air wrap is, it's got multiple attachments. It's, I think, eight, is it $800? $7.99, I think it is. Uh, yeah, um, I think so. so. It's very expensive. I'd say it takes a lot of skill and technique. Like it really does take a while to master the air wrap because you've got the arrows that go the other way. And you've got, and to, like... you've got to swap the attachments for when you yeah, do each side of your hair. Swap them over. I don't believe there's kind of anything like it though. Like my mum, Linda, who's got really flat, yeah. fine hair, absolutely swears mm-hmm. by it. She 
can't yeah. can't live without it. She was like, I said to her, can I yeah. get air wrap back? She was like, no. It's definitely a cult product for a reason. And but I will say it does definitely take a little while to learn how to use, but once you know how to use it. I've heard yeah. from people that they once they learn how to use it, they feel like it's just a lot easier. But you've got to yes. give it time. And it really does eliminate the need for other tools. Like you could take that on a holiday and you can do multiple different looks with your hair. Like there's no one single look you could do with it. I will say it's a little bit time consuming with the air up if you're doing curls, but if yeah. you're using any of the other attachments, it's quite quick. It's just the curls. You've got to swap the attachments over and all of that. But the benefits of that would be that there's all of those attachments that you can use, minimal heat damage because mm. it doesn't go past a certain temperature. It's mainly using the air technology. And then also in my hair, I find that it doesn't hold. Mm-hmm. So doing curls with the air wrap for me doesn't hold. I've got fine, flat hair, but it's very heavy. So if you've got very heavy hair, maybe it won't be for you, but I've heard that more coarser. Yeah, your hair is heavy. Yeah, it is because I've got so much of it, but it's really fine. Mm. So I do find this with other tools as well. It's not just the air wrap. Yeah. Like I really cannot, if I do curls with a straightener, mm. it doesn't hold. Mm-hmm. I have to do curls with a wand. They just don't hold. So I would say someone with a coarser or drier hair type or a thicker hair type, I feel like I get more feedback from those people that they love it and they can't live without it versus the people with my kind of hair type. So I think be wary of that as well um, if you've never tried it before and, you know, you're saving up your money for it. Um, So I'd say if you've got strong, healthy hair that needs a lot of heat to hold, go for a hot brush Mm because you're going to get that big, bouncy blow wave and if you've already got healthy hair you're not prone to breakage or anything like that then I'd say you could go for it if your hair's damaged brittle prone to breakage go for hot rollers or the air wrap um obviously there's that price discrepancy as Mm -hmm. well so that's probably something that needs to be considered and if you've got an endless bit of money (laughs) and you want a versatile tool and you want to limit heat damage then try the air wrap the only thing I'll say with the hair wrap the air wrap is it's not super like travel friendly because it's the box is quite yes, big because it's huge yeah, yeah it's huge <laughs> same with this so trainer. if you're planning on taking that to europe yeah um, you might want to take an extra suitcase you could take it to europe it's just yeah just be mindful that it's um quite a big box yeah you could put it into like a smaller little travel case but you probably wouldn't yeah, want to break it you, yeah you wouldn't so you could just yeah but it's just in a big heavy kind of box but if you want to see um, on TikTok, we used the Cloud9 O. That's one of the hot roller sets. You can go and check that out. We'll put the link in the episode notes. Can I see this? I haven't even seen this. Is it on the Instagram, on Adores? Uh, yes, it's on Reels, yeah. And we'll also put a link on our Facebook group as well if you want to check it out. Um, and we can also link all of these products we've mentioned too if you're just trying to find the right <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm just watching it. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, but you definitely would want to watch this to see. So you heat it up in that little thing? Yeah. Oh, that's what that is. And then you put them all through the hair and then the colour of the roller changes to tell you that it's no longer hot so you can take it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The Cloud9 one's pretty cool. That's really cool. Is it expensive? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about $3.75, I think. Okay. Yeah, so not as expensive as the Airwrap, but if if you loved hot rollers. So for maybe our older demographic that once used hot rollers in their hair, maybe as teenagers or in their 20s. Yeah, nice. I like that. It's probably, you know, there's been updates to it. So 
yeah. Anyway, that's how you can create the look and they are the tools you should go for for certain hair types. To be honest with you, I forgot to say, because you said my hair was done today, I forgot to say I'm actually just so much cheaper here to just go get your hair washed and blow dried. Oh, yes. That is the beauty of going to to Thailand or Bali. They do. They've been doing a really good job. I've been, I'll tell you how much I've been, $8.50. That's how much it's been costing me. Oh, that is cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I went and got my hair washed in Bali once and I got the most aggressive oh. scalp massage I've ever received. Oh, I like that, that I was in physical pain. No, no, no. I love a scalp massage as well. Okay. This was next level painful. There okay. was bruises on my head. Oh, It was so bad. <laughs> Why didn't you say something? Because I was scared. Oh, God. <laughs> I usually, because all my massages, I say stronger now and I get like a, oh my God, though, I did get a massage the other day though. And she, have you ever had your neck cracked without knowing that's what they're about to do? No, usually they warn me. I I felt like she was going to like, it was like some sort of spy movie and she was like, I was so scared because I thought, I thought it was like going to snap my neck. It was so aggressive. (laughs) <laughs> and then I said to her, I was like, no, 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 not the other side. Cause it was like, it fully cracked. Have you had that oh, done before? Yeah, I have at the osteopath. <laughs> I mean, she seemed to know what she was doing, but it was really intense. You know, sorry. Um, so mine today is the Christopher Barn Luscious Curl Defining Cream with Chia Seed Oil. They also have a curl defining mm. butter, which is for more, like this one's for probably more my hair type, which is wavy to curly. And then the mm-hmm. balm is more for like, I think, curly to coily. So I actually did a, was it, an in, was it a Reels where I did like my big curls mm-hmm. with a diffuser so this was the cream that I you have been using so I've actually tried quite a few different curl creams and I don't like any cream that like leaves like residue or makes it look wet or like like weighs down the hair mm. so this one is it's got like a very weightless feel it's really good with frizz you can use it what's really good about it is you can use it on wet wet hair and then you can add later to dry hair to like redefine the curls um because christopher barn is always like say they all of their products are designed for colored hair so it's safe for colored hair and yeah you basically the way that i used it was like i scrunched my curls up with the cream and then i used the ghd helios with the diffuser attachment nice and yeah I think that works I mean I think when I was using it in Melbourne I would then add in curls but I think because Mm. now I've let my hair go curly yeah I'll just use that with a diffuser when I get home Mm. so curly girls they also have a few other things in the range for curly hair I think their shampoo is really interesting it's like a conditioning cleanser because you know how with curly hair you're not meant to strip the hair too much with shampoo so this is like a two-in-one it's like a conditioning cleanser and detangles. Nice. I'm pretty okay. sure. So if you want if you want a really nice um, curl range, go and have a look at the Christopher Barn curl range. Mm. What is yours? Uh, so mine today is a product that I've used on two people recently. I mentioned earlier in the episode that I finished my course now and I've actually, I'll show you, I've got a full treatment bed there that I can unfold and set up in this room. So I actually had this product that I'd been meaning to try and I thought, I'm just going to try that out on them and see how it goes. So it was a Lixis Skin 
Peel Express. So it's got your acids, it's got enzymes, and it's also got some humectant ingredients as well. So it's both exfoliating and hydrating. And it's in like a little, it's in a tiny little jar, but it's like a Mm. jelly texture. So I just scoop that out with a little spatula and then apply that over the whole face, leave it for 20 minutes. I like massage it in, get into all those areas that are prone to more blackheads and things like that. And then I take it off after 20 minutes. I put my trophy skin LED over the top and then I finish Mm -hmm. with some serums and stuff. And their skin has been so soft. So I haven't actually used this on myself yet. Like I've just used it in the last couple of days. I love it. You've got your little bed for all your friends yeah, to come get yeah, chemical peels. Yeah, yeah, a little treatment bed. Um, so, yeah, it's just handy because all my friends ask for treatments and then it's mm. like I'm going to lay them down on my bed and that just <laughs> seems a little unprofessional. So I yeah. better get a treatment bed and it just folds down. So, um, yeah, I've got lots of little um, things to try on people. So uh, I definitely was impressed with how smooth this left their skin. And it seems like it's quite gentle as well for people that aren't really using a lot of actives. Mm. Um, And you can use it one to two times a week if you want to. So it's clearly not ultra strong. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's nice. Very nice. So, Joe, you've got something in the episode, not our notes. I do, yeah. Preventative (laughs) gastro stop. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) You know, how, um, you know how you and I talk a lot about, you know, going into a lot of digestive discomfort <laughs> when you first engage in a sleepover with someone new and um, sometimes you want to avoid that situation where you might need to use the toilet quite urgently. <laughs> yeah. I found myself in a situation where I was um, staying somewhere <sighs> with a new person and, well, not necessarily new, but, you know, I was staying somewhere and I thought, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm going to have to urgently evacuate my bowels. <laughs> and so I was talking to my housemate about it and I was like, what am I going to, what do I do if I'm, I need to do a poo? And she was like, oh, I take gastro stuff all the time for oh! like weddings and stuff. And what? so I was like, that's not, so this is not medical advice, by the way, if you're listening no, to this, do not take this. Do not do not this. A doctor. Anyway, so I'm like, yeah. I'll just go and try that see what happens. So I go to Chemist Warehouse, our favourite um, pharmacy retailer, and I get gastro stop. And so I've taken a gastro stop in the afternoon before I've yep. gone away. Yep. And then I've had a big dinner that night, beautiful, Oof. lovely dinner, and I'm so full and I'm thinking this is the time where I my body would start to sabotage me. And so I thought I'm going to take another one. So I took another one. And I'm feeling good. I'm like, this has really worked. I've like unlocked a major life hack here. <laughs> anyway, so I go to sleep quite soundly. Um, I have a very peaceful sleep and I wake up the next day. Oh, and no. this person who's been sleeping next to me tells me that I was farting in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot confirm that the gastro stop Maybe works, it just like blocks the... It slows down your digestion. Okay. So, I mean, I'm okay oh. with a couple of farts as long as I don't have to have Did diarrhea. he say you're doing it all night? No, he just said he at least heard two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's oh okay. It's at the point now where it's fine. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, if that had been a, a first sleepover, I would have been mortified. But, look, I, I can't normal. knock the gastro stop. <laughs> it didn't block me up. So um, I think we're fine. See, if I took something like Imodium or whatever, I'd not go to the bathroom until I took a laxative. Yeah, no, I went the next day. Oh, yeah, my fine. God. You're back to normal. Next level. I don't know how you do that. It, that, like, yeah, would well, block me up for a week. 
It was worth a try. Okay, it was worth- <laughs> I'm so glad you tested desperate that. Times call for desperate measures. <laughs> I was. I did have another little trick, but I was. Are we going to talk about that now? Because I have a trick if you're on holidays with someone. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Sorry, I'd love to um, hear everyone else's tricks. By the way, on our Facebook group, please post them. We were like, I was watching it. I don't want to reveal too much. Oh my God, about my trip no no no. okay so have the ipad and like have like the airpods pro and like yeah. be like just like wet because my ipad doesn't go up super loud so yeah. like we were like sharing a headphone each like a noise cancelling uh, headphone um uh-huh. and then and then i was like oh you just take the other headphone i'm gonna go to the bathroom Oh, smart it's noise cancelling so smart <laughs> so i go to the bathroom do my You're business genius bum gun everything done back <laughs> back to bed <laughs> it's like wow no, no idea absolutely no idea no clue because wow. it was because the bathrooms and the you know what it's like traveling it's not like yeah. your bathrooms down the hallway it's all yeah. very close quarters isn't that the most genius holiday hack that just is be like, that's just really... be like oh let's use the airpod like any noise cancelling headphones and just be like i can't really hear it let's like put a headphone in it's not it's a bit annoying yes. but it works it does work. Yes, <laughs> love that. Um, I'm going to put a thread on our Facebook group. Yes. And we're going to hear from you guys. Don't be embarrassed. We're sharing ours. Like, yeah. You know. these, are our, these are our dating, going to the bathroom. There's thousands hacks. of you listening to us, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.